Hustlers, welcome back. Our next guest is an executive producer for Butter Music and Sound in LA, one of the top music houses in advertisement. Now, before making her way to the advertising side of the music business, she worked in music PR and music journalism in New York. In addition to her passion for music, she loves dogs, a good punchline, and a nice glass of red. Talking all things ad, ladies and gentlemen, a Nick Mayer is sitting down with us here on the hustle! So how are you? How are you? What's up? It's good to see you. Yeah, it's good to see you too. How, how was the drive out? Not too bad. Listened to some podcasts. I, it was great. I like that. Yeah. We like podcasts yeah. here. How's everybody at Butter? They're good. The Butter team has been growing, which is great. We uh, recently opened our Berlin office and moved some people over there. And now we've expanded the LA team. So now it's like, holy shit, I, I, we're a big company. I, I like it. <laughs> and for those who don't know, I've actually had the honor of working with the Nick on yes. some projects. So let's get started with one of the main questions we have. What makes music for ad different than, say, music for a sitcom, mm -hmm. drama, or a movie? I think, to me, the main difference is the length. So you have to have a piece of music that's going to be effective in 15 seconds, sometimes even like five seconds if it's just on an end card where like you see the logo, um, or 30 seconds. Sometimes we're lucky enough to have 60. Watching the composers work, they have to basically fit essentially something that sounds like the structure of a full song. So it has, you know, an intro, a B section, wraps up nicely, beautiful ending in sometimes 15 in seconds. In 15 seconds. Which is no uh, easy feat. Um, now, what's the first step someone should take if they wanted to get into music for advertisement? If you're like brand, brand, brand new, you don't have a reel, you haven't worked with anyone yet, make like a private Vimeo link and take commercials that you see that you think are interesting, mute the audio because you're not going to have stems of the voiceover and those things. Mute the audio and score to that and send it to us. We need to see that like you get how to score to picture, you get how to do something in 30 seconds. So it's things like, you know, uh, when you see like the brand logo come up, like there usually should be a little bit of a lift. It can be really small, but like our composers have really crazy tricks for just helping the music like really push the picture and the brand. Subtle tricks, right? Yeah, subtle yeah. tricks. Subtle tricks. So like a symbol swell. Like one thing that people joke a lot about in advertising is the uh, reverse symbol is very, very popular um, for transitions right. and blah, blah, blah. Like right. sometimes you also get into, into a situation where uh, we've started to do the music, right? And then the edit continues to change. So they'll get us back an edit. It's totally different. Now it doesn't still, fit. Yeah, now it doesn't fit, but they still want the transitions that we've created to fit the picture. So we have to do some funky editing sometimes where like it kind of makes you cringe as a musician because you're like, this actually makes no not sense. a lot of yeah, musical not sense. Not a musical sense. So they have all of these like tricks in their toolbox for like, okay, if there's a weird edit, yeah, the reverse symbol Symbol will, um, will save great. the day. Yeah, exactly. You mentioned brand logo. Yeah. So can you talk about uh, what that is? Yeah. What, what is a sound logo? Uh, oh, yes. So sound logos, uh, we call them mnemonics. Um, so basically it's like any, it's, you know, the NBC bong, 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 that thing. Right, um, right, it's, right. It's, uh, you know, the HBO, like, 
fuzz sound, TV fuzz sound, anything that's like, it can be sound design, it can be music, um, anything that is like a short sonic ID that the brand can use on like all branding. You can, mostly you'll hear it at the end of a commercial, but other brand, like some brands, uh, Honda in particular, uses a mnemonic at the beginning of their commercials. Right. Um, they, it's like a doorbell ding dong. Mm-hmm. Um, it's things right. like that, that for the audience to really have like an emotional connection, whether it's like funny or um, heartfelt, just like encapsulates the brand in literally three seconds of sound. They come only with the idea, right? You guys execute that. Yes. That, yeah. That sound and bite. It, it will uh, often be as um, vague as like, we just want a sound logo. We want a mnemonic. And it's up to us to kind of mine out from them. Okay, what, what is your brand? Like, are you guys friendly and trustworthy? Or are you funny and irreverent? Kind of like from there, we powwow as a team. We'll say, okay, who do we want to get on this project? Who's... Let's say if it's like a funny thing, we're like, okay, who are our like go-to people who like really get comedy? We write up this brief, send it off to everyone and get back submissions. Like when we start a project for mnemonics, we'll literally have a hundred options that we're going through from our staff composers and our freelance composers. And what we try to do is call that down to five options that we send our client. And because oh. because they're so short, like there's so many small variations that will make the difference. Right. You know, the note goes up instead of it goes down on the ending. Um, a different, like a female vocalist versus a male vocalist. And we'll go through and listen to all of them and go, okay, in Butter's opinion, these are the most five effective options. And then we'll present that to our client. Usually in advertising, it's not so easy as them just going, cool, we like yeah. that one. We'll I, use it. I realized that in a yeah. few projects, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we'll do a back and forth um, with the client. They'll say, sometimes they're like, we like this one. Can we just do some changes and try some things? Right. Sometimes they say, like, we don't like any of them. Can we you know, try something else? And so we do that back and forth until everyone's happy. Until like, everyone's this happy. Is it. Right. Yeah. So, you hit on something right now that, that is a, a question that I've been asked mm-hmm. a lot. Let's say you have a spot that requires a specific voice, mm-hmm. instrumentation, or simply a vibe. Yeah. How do you guys find that talent? You know, we have our core people that we work with and yeah. our roster of people that we're, you know, calling now, when the jobs come up. Is that your roster or is that also uh, management companies that have rosters? Um, so, yeah, it's, I'm glad you made that yeah. uh, differentiation. So. It's not a roster that like we have contracts with those people. Okay. It's like these are the people that we call. So like for example, we have you down for like any time we have something that like your voice is going to be good right. on, we're going to call James. Right. We have like our roster which is basically just like who we call and for think specific of yeah, jobs. for specific jobs. Um, but something that we're constantly working on always is yeah. just like uh, we we get hit up by people all the time. Not all companies are the same, but at Butter, like we re- we really do try to lo- listen to all of them because right. you never know that someone emailing you could be James Avaletta. Right, and, and maybe a like, year from now. Oh shit, his voice is amazing. Right. Um, um, yeah. Also, thanks. sorry, I say. <laughs> That's okay. We'll not. <laughs> edit it we're out. not. We're not gonna bleep that out. Bleep it out. It's okay. We'll be all right. <laughs> we'll say, oh shoot. Oh shoot. Um, and uh, if we don't get back to you. It's 
sometimes it means you know we're we're just too busy. Yeah. Sometimes it might mean like it's it's not exactly you know in the place that we need it to be to engage right. people in work. Um, I would say like take that as a challenge to work on your craft and send us another email maybe a month or two down yeah. the line. Or let's say a few months later, you get a spot. Like you win a job with someone else. Right. Or you you know produce something you're really proud of. Send it to us again and say like, hey, I, I just... I just went final on yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. Which I is just a big went deal, final right. on something. And I think that's something that always, always sparks our interest because we're like, okay. It worked. They're, right. you know, they're right. working that shows that like, you know, they've... Uh, they're continuing to work on their craft right. um, and, and all of those things. So I would say don't give up after one email. But I'm going to jump in and say yeah. don't also bombard them yes. with emails. Yes, definitely. That's, that, like, and that applies in <laughs> everything. Shame. No, it's okay because, you know, that's why yeah. we're here. Um, I have vocal contractors that have that they deal with that. A lot mm-hmm. of singers want to be, they think that it's persistence and that's okay. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. want to, you, you know, you want to let them know. But like you said, maybe yeah. you reach out in a month or two months. Don't, yeah. don't write three emails in a week, yeah. guys. Don't do that. It's not a good look. Please don't do that. Yeah, definitely. Right. That's a really, really good point. And I'm glad yeah. you said that because <laughs> we, we are really busy. And so if we do get numerous emails very quickly, we unfortunately will kind of be like, oh, this person seems maybe a little too, a little too maybe or almost like difficult to work with because yeah. they don't get it. Yeah, right, And right. so I think, yeah, I would say like every two months I think is fine. Right, um, right. But, and, and definitely like, you know, you can do the check-in, hey, just checking in, but I would say checking in with something to share is yeah. really key. right. Right. So if you don't have something, like if there's not something new, I'd say maybe like hold off on checking in, unless it's been a really long time and you're like, hey, just wanted to drop you a line. Right. But I would say like don't hesitate to reach out, but like you said, with uh, restraint. With restraint, <laughs> absolutely. So now changing things up a bit, right? Um, how has the music for ad changed in the last 20, 30 years? The biggest one is brands wanting to work with bands that's that's a huge thing mm. like they they definitely and we get this all the time at butter uh, from our clients sometimes get the comment like we want to work with real musicians we want to work with a band as opposed to a composer which always makes us cringe a little yeah. bit because we're like well, well here's the thing we are also <laughs> still real musicians um, yeah yeah but um but but it's definitely a thing you know like they they want to work with a band i think for a lot of reasons to you know um to to capitalize on their followers so the the brand will say like you know what this will make sense for us because if their track is on our commercial and we're trying to go uh and advertise to 20 something year olds and they're this band meets the demographic yeah, meets the demographic like this makes sense for us um so that's definitely like an added bonus for them is working with bands that have uh social media following wow um, yeah. so that's a good tip for all all you, you know, bands out there. Yeah, definitely. So check it out. While Nick and I uh, try to work out a one-line hit jingle, here's another production tip from John Kubis. (laughs) 
What up, Beat Warriors? You finished your track, but you've been using the default settings and logic and Pro Tools to make crappy-sounding MP3s. Let's make some better MP3s. First, get that bounce box up, check MP3, set your bitrate mono and stereo to 320kbps, leave use VBR off, and these settings can stay the way they are. You're not going to tell the difference. Stereo mode, joint stereo, click OK, give that thing a name. There isn't anyone on earth that can reliably tell the difference between CD audio and a 320kbps MP3, so you're good to go. This has been your Logic Production Minute in 30 seconds. Real talk, or I don't know, uh, real talk on the hustle. Yeah. How's that? That's perfect. Real talk on the hustle. I love it. Hustle. Real talk on the hustle. <laughs> See, I told you, we, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. Um, so you mentioned bands. Yes. How now brands are looking for bands. Mm -hmm. But what's the deal with music supervision? Because you guys yes. also, that's also under the umbrella, yes. right? We do music supervision, which is basically, um, you know, pairing bands with picture that we don't necessarily have relationships with those bands. Mm. But the other part uh, that we do, so we have a music catalog called Haystack, which is pretty new to Butter um, in terms of like the way it's branded, but we've, we've always had a music catalog. It's just been under the name Butter. Butter, right. We've recently rebranded it uh, with a new name and it's gone from being like just a production music library. So all of the tracks that we write for original music that don't go final, go into that library. Mm -hmm. um, but when we brought on Chip, he has really been spearheading signing bands to Haystack. So we are getting bands like a record the, label, or so more like a publishing a deal. So kind of, we're kind of doing both. Like the deals are structured differently for each band, right. um, but um, we're I, I would say like closer to publishing deals. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but we'll represent them for sync. We'll get their music into our catalog and license it on behalf of the bands to our clients. Um, awesome. So that has been really, really great. And I think like, especially um, for the trend in advertising that people really want to use like real authentic bands. This is, this this is, is the is way. This is the avenue. Yeah. And especially like giving them, you know, we're working with a, mostly really like indie bands who are unsigned. Being able to bridge that gap between people who like haven't quite made it to be on a major label, but their stuff is really great and really cool and like brands will totally um, respond well to it and wow, license that's, it. That's huge. Yeah. It's, I love it's that. been I love really, that really you guys great. Are doing yeah. That. Yeah. It's super fun. Um, what would you tell anyone that would like to work in the music for ad business? Um, get a thick skin. <laughs> yeah, no, that's okay. Um, the advertising world, I mean it's tricky because you are you're a musician or a singer, you're doing the thing that you love, um, but ultimately you're doing it for a brand who needs it to be a specific thing. And so, especially, you know, for our composers, they're writing a track that then we'll get on a conference call with the client and they'll say everything and anything about the track right. that they want changed. And so you really need to learn how to... Um, not get too emotionally attached to what ah, you wrote mm. um, because, yeah, you'll have people saying like, oh, I really didn't like the vocal or like, I don't like what you did with the percussion. It sounds too dated or thing, you know, things like that where you just have to learn to say, say like, okay. okay, cool. Like, we'll, we'll change it and blah, blah, blah. And what else are you looking for? 
advertising has really quick turnarounds. Oh yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Like we'll yeah. we'll literally get a brief from a client and they want a track in a day or in two days. And so you have to learn to have a hustle. <laughs> Very apropos. Have like, a hustle. You have no to hustle. have a hustle. Yeah. You have to do it, you know, quickly. You have to be on your toes. You also have to be prepared to get the call for revisions. Like you might send us a track and we'll call you an hour later and be like, hey, the lyrics changed. I'm sure you've experienced that. And you're like, um, I love I'm revisions. Hanging out with my family. I'm not in the studio. I love revisions. <laughs> I love revisions. But it's true. I mean, yeah. I think like what yeah. makes people like yourself and the freelancers that we work with good at what they do being is able we to turn it around. Trust yeah. that like they're never going to leave us hanging. You know, of course there are extenuating circumstances right. and they, you know, you might be in a tough spot where you're like I literally can't get to the studio yeah. and we understand that. Right. But for the most part like you you guys are the people we call because we know you're never going to say like Ugh, oh like I just left the studio I'm not going to go back and do it. <laughs> yeah, you're the, doing that you're we not We won't working. call that yeah. person back. Right. So and it, because we have to do that for our clients as well. Like we our motto at Butter is always be the solution not the problem. And I live I love it. and That's die by too. that. Yeah. Because when our clients are in a tough spot, they're going to remember working with Butter if we're the people that come in and, and save and solve the problem. Yeah. So and same for freelancers, like freelancers that we work with whether they're singer or composer or someone tracking guitar on something the people that we call back are the people who are like, let's get it done, what do you need, and just, you know, do it. Finally, I see you in a leadership role. Yeah. And killing the game. What advice would you give women mm -hmm. that are interested in a career in music advertisement? I was thinking about this a lot actually on my drive over. I think like, I'm a woman and I'm a younger woman, mm -hmm. and this industry like, especially in my position, other EPs at companies tend to be male and tend to be older. And so I've had to learn how to like, what what is going to make people feel like I'm the authority in this situation? Wow. Um, and I, I, there's a story that I'm thinking of. Uh, when I first became an EP at Butter, I went and did a screening at an ad agency of our work. So I bring lunch to the ad agency and I bring a reel of our work, show it to the creatives and the producers there and basically like try to sell butter and right. get them to work with us. And I was really nervous. Like I was like, okay, I need to look professional and older. And I wore like a blazer and like some high heeled boots. And I felt so uncomfortable because wow. that's, just, that's just not that's me. That's not you. How do I convey I'm the boss while still being authentic to myself? You know, I'm a kind goofy person and like I'm always going to be that person right um and uh but you get the job done yeah totally so like, and I think ultimately you know that's that's really it is like showing our clients like I care we're gonna get the job done like I have constructed the best team and look at how amazing like always talking about like they're so amazing look at how amazing they are look at all this cool stuff that they're doing winning awards award-winning yes Winning awards, which yeah. was new and exciting yeah. for us. Uh, yes, as of yesterday, I we found out it. we're a can line winner, yeah. which is cool. You can say it a little bit louder. You can say yeah. it again. You can say it a little. You can say it again. <laughs> yeah, I don't think exactly. they caught it. Can line winner. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, you know, ultimately, like I think, yeah, it's it's navigating like what are people's perception 
of me, but how do I, and how do I counter that while being authentic to myself? I love it and I hope more women are in advertisement. Yes. In music advertisement in the Me music too. business. So Me good too. for you. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Um, at this time, yeah. we have just a shout out segment that if you want to shout out anyone, you can look to the wide and give a shout out to whoever you want. My mom. <laughs> I love my mom. <laughs> no, I would say shout out to um, my family, of course, my wonderful husband. Shout out to everyone on the Butter team that the makes it possible. The hard workers, the hustlers out yep. there. Uh, Great. Now, let's have some fun. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Rapid Fire with a Nick Mayer. Uh -oh. Rapid Fire! Here's how to play. Great. You have five seconds to answer each question. If you don't, I'll press this button. You're going to hear this sound. And then we move on to the next question. Great. Try and answer as many questions as possible. Are you ready? No. <laughs> Here we go. Pino or Cab? Cab. Name this brand. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Uh, McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, I've been disappointed. I was going to say, I'm loving it. Yeah, okay. New York or LA? LA, sorry, New York. Finish this lyric. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. <laughs> she does this for a living. Chihuahua or German Shepherd? German Shepherd. I have two dogs a Rhodesian Ridgeback who's 90 pounds and a rescue from Taiwan who's 40 pounds. They're scrappy. They're big. I would never own a Chihuahua. <laughs> if you can play the lead in any commercial you've worked on, mm -hmm. which one would it be? Oh, man. Um, oh, God. So there are too many. I'm thinking of all of the ones in my head. Nope. There are too many. Do you have a hidden talent? Um, <laughs> yes. Learned this from my grandmother. I can play uh, the bagpipe. Just using my throat. Are we about to do that? No. Are, All right. Are you ready? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. Mind blown. <laughs> um, I'm going to press it, and then I'm going to just let you press it. That was amazing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was Rapid Fire with a Nick Mayer. Rapid fire! Um, so, a huge thank you for coming out and sharing thank you, all thank of this you for with having us. Me. It was yeah. amazing. So, we would also love to hear from all of you. So, if you guys have any questions that you would like to have answered from any future guests, send us an email to thelamusichustle at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe and like our YouTube channel. Um, and finally, check out our podcast on all digital platforms. Uh, thank you and Nick for being on the show. Thank you for having me. My name is James. And until next time, keep on hustling.